Welcome to the Warner Brothers Podcast. My name is Keenan, joined by my brother Kyle, as always, friend of the show, Camden, mainstay. How's it, got, how's it going, guys, you Celtics fans? I don't know if I've recovered yet from last night. I mean, can't do better than that. It's one of the most wild games I've ever seen. <laughs> I know. It was a, um, a wild wild game last, uh, last night. Uh, so... In big news, the uh, Dallas Stars, they won 4-2, so they're going back uh, to Vegas. Oh, no, actually, they're going back to Dallas. Hopefully, they can pull off the 3-0 comeback as well. And the Aces got their rings, the only games I'm really yeah. concerned about. Uh, what about you guys? <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys? I mean, I'm, I've become a big hockey fan could, over could these he, last few games. Uh, yeah. Joe Pileski is killing you five it there. Hockey players, NHL players. What was that? You can name five. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I got, you got obviously Sid the Kid Crosby, we got Alex Ovechman, we got Joe Pileski, we've got uh, P.K. Subban, and we've got, oh, oh, I can't think of his first name, uh, something point for the lightning, I can't think of his first name now, but absolutely, I'm a big hockey guy. I'm going to see if P.K. Subban still <laughs> I, I didn't even know the NBA were having playoffs. <laughs> yeah, he's former. old, but I, former, I didn't so even that, know the NBA playoffs are going he's a, he's on. A, a big hockey guy now. Player. Oh my gosh! I mean, it was a tight night for a Heat fan. <laughs> all right, but in all seriousness, um, yeah, I haven't recovered either, Kyle. I've been fake oh. talking about being a hockey fan with Daniel Reed. He is as well. But once the Lakers lost, uh, so getting into this heart wrenching moment. <sighs> In my life, I'm going to start off and I'm going to let you guys go after because I'm just continuing to speak. So I'm watching this game last night and I'm like, hey, cool. Um, Gabe Vincent showed up. Caleb Martin very much showed up. Max Struess played solid. Duncan Robinson missed a couple shots late. We'll get there, but... Played pretty well throughout the entirety of the game. I was happy with Duncan Robinson. They were running sets for him. Why? Because Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler, you couldn't run sets for. Jimmy was six callers ahead of us, Jimmy, and Bam Bam Bigelow couldn't do a thing last night. Like, what's going on? What are we doing here? Jimmy, for the first 43 minutes of the game, looked tentative, hesitant, nervous. Bam... Still trying to find him. Don't know where he went. He wasn't in Miami last night. I do not know who was there last night, but Bam surely was not. And then Jimmy showed up late to the game like, oh, hey, let's go play. For I think 14 of the Heat's last 16, and like 10 of them came from the line. He wasn't really that great. Even then, even with that, I wasn't still impressed. He was barely being aggressive. He just got some calls here and there, but cool, whatever. Do you, do you yeah, want to jump I, I in before a, I go through the rest of the game? Or do you harsh. need to jump in at all? Harsh. Because I'm just going to talk. Uh, yeah. Jimmy Butler did not. What, they did not play harsh? well. Jimmy? There's a difference between not playing well and not showing up. They absolutely showed up. Bam Adebayo was playing his ass off. The shots didn't go in, but he was playing his ass off. You want to talk about not showing up. That's Joel Embiid and James Harden in game seven against Boston. They weren't even in the building. Joel Embiid had. He's the league MVP. He's the league MVP, they, and he had two second half points. They, all right. I, I get what you're Jimmy, saying. Jimmy, 
I'm a, I, I'm a, I do. No, I Jimmy, get what though, you're saying. I I'll really say this. Do he was, it has been the last two games, three games Go now, on. bothered by the Boston defense, which is what can happen when this de- uh, Boston team's actually engaged. They're going to bother people, especially if you don't have elite, elite athleticism. Or Jimmy, in his case, was a little banged up. We saw him get his knee rolled up on in the first half. Bam, he just couldn't get shit to go. He was rebounding his ass off. I thought they were playing hard. Uh, Jimmy, Jesus Christ, he made that three to tie it up there at the end or bring it to one possession. I can't remember exactly. And got to the line three straight times. Made the... Made the... Okay, all right. Well, that's that's much different than... James Harden, Joel Embiid, who did not show up. These guys, these guys were no, shooting. These guys no, were I trying. Told, these I guys did, were playing hard. Yeah, I said yeah, the last five minutes of the game, he was there. That. He wasn't. He wasn't not playing like, hard before what that. What do you mean? That's. He was. He was ten. He was very. He was tentative. Jimmy was, was very. Tentative. He, he was very he was tentative, tentative be, all game. There was mo. He was. That's what I said. He was, he was tentative. tentative. He was though, hesitant. And defense. James Harden couldn't be bothered to show up. Jimmy was in his own head, not really. Being able to solve the Celtics defense, he was still being aggressive. You know, he wasn't passing up shots. He was just more, "What the fuck do I do with this defense with I, this I, length I, of the Celtics?" At the rim, at the rim, yes, he was. He, I would at the say rim, he was absolutely. very much passing up shots at the rim. Yeah, but I'm, yeah, he was because his thing was he's, money, he's been pump faking the first three games of the series. He was pump faking at the rim. The Celtics were jumping. He was not. What he needed to do was just go up with it. There were multiple times where he was underneath the mm-hmm. basket, had a layup, and saying, wasn't even looking to shoot the ball. There was one where he got I'm saying compared to Joel Embiid he, and James Harden. Yeah, and that's what that's Joel, him being tentative and hesitant. Not, that's what I said up. about Jimmy. You said they didn't show up. I see, I think they at least sure. showed up. They didn't play well. But I they said, were there. Joel Embiid I, and James Harden. They did not show up in a game seven. So I'm just shooting them bail in that regard. Was Jimmy tentative? No, Absolutely. not at all. They were they were okay. still in they were still in Philly when they're in Boston. I said Jimmy, but I I said Bam did not show up. I did not. I said Bam did not show up. Jimmy, I said he was hesitant. He was tentative. He looked semi nervous early on. But I said the I last say five Bam, minutes he was completely there. He had fourteen. I would say Bam came up last, with like, a lot of crucial points. rebounds for y'all. I mean, he couldn't get Bam, any shot to say, go, Bam, but he's also not the best offensive player either. Bam, I was gonna say so. So not showing up, you're right. So not showing up, that phrase probably wasn't the greatest of phrases. Me and my Offensively, he did not show up. He did. He missed bunnies. He missed easy. He missed some easy shots. Yes, the Celtic defense was definitely uh, was definitely playing well. I'm not trying to discredit them at all. But anyways, they didn't play well. If we don't need to argue about semantics of words, they did not play well. <laughs> Earl Jamie Butler. Didn't play well offensively for 43 of the 48 minutes. Bam did not at all. Yep. But they did fight in a lot of the, the uh, heat role players kept them in the game. Jimmy, they to did. his complete credit, down two, makes all three free throws. I wasn't even concerned about him. And then Marcus Smart gets a great shot. Like, not great shot up, but I mean, because that was a terrible, like, it not terrible. That was a, that's what I meant. It yes. like almost went in. So he put up a great shot for how contested and how actually like bad of a shot it was, but obviously he had left. to because of the shot on the clock. But because he put it up in the ball, almost, yeah, because it was only three seconds left. Because he put it up, and because of the fact that he actually almost made it, the ball came off the rim softly, which allowed Derek White to make the great play that he made, not sitting in the corner, actually crashing and then getting the ball up quickly as Hi, he IQ. did to stun the heat, stun my heart, and just 
You know, I'm the, also the be- like he's been he's been arguably like your second best player this entire series. Yep. He has made I, three I over convinced. three threes every game. Yep. But you guys go now. I'm done speaking. You guys talk. Sure. Real quick, I'm gonna say you, that. You're good. I'm low key convinced they drew that play up and were more likely that Smart was gonna miss that. They said Smart shooting crashed the boards because if you look at Tatum too on the other side. He crashed, and I think Tatum would have made a shot, too, if it went the other way, to be honest. But this game, I love this Celtics team, dude, and we're up by 10 for a lot of it. And it's these fourth quarters that we just can't. I was getting furious, furious with this team. Why is Jimmy getting to the line whenever he wants? They played like trash. I was also like He had no reason to be in that game. It should have been a 25-point blowout. Yep. And the thing that was crazy is we were leading by so much. And that was, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, one of, if not the worst three-point shooting nights the Celtics have had all year. They yeah. shot like trash from the three-point line. Yes. Only person making threes was smart anyway, so it makes sense they had him shooting it. But the thing that came to me that was huge was Al Horford had a huge block against Bam in that game. Yes. Which really set up a lot of electric moments there. I loved that moment. That was huge for the Celtics. Now, that three-point foul, I don't know what Al could have done differently. It just made me so mad and defeated when Al fouled on that, that play. I was like, dude, come on, Al. You didn't have to foul. I, he should have just let him shoot it. Just let it. If he, he makes was leaning, that, He was leaning if he right. Makes that, dude, if yeah, he no. makes that, props to Jimmy, dude. Props to Jimmy. Miami goes wild. We get three seconds left still. We'll figure it out. But uh, just don't foul there. Yeah, no, you can't um, foul there. Yep. It, it's so interesting watching the Celtics team go because Derek White is one of the, like you said, second best player. He's just so consistent in terms of things that's going on. I love him in the starting lineup right now. I mm-hmm. think that's actually boosted us a lot. Um, and I'm thankful that Smart, somebody that I've, had battles with was shooting well but when he shot that shot so quick i was like why why is this happening it right almost up, looked like so the play the was for Derek yes. white for like him to pass it in for I them know. to double to pass it back to white for the three in the corner yeah. it kind of looked like that might have been what it was drawn up but they he i mean obviously it's hard in that moment you kind of panic you only have three it seconds is. so he turned and got, the, and got a good attempt at it not it, a great look, but a good attempt. In the rim, right I'll give him that. It was go. It looked like it was going in. Yeah. But as soon as Smart got the ball out of, mm-hmm. yep. As soon as Smart got the ball on the inbounds, I was worried because I was like, oh, Smart's gonna <laughs> think this. And I, then I was like, <laughs> he literally thinks this is his moment. He had. To, I thought he was gonna pass it to White out of the inbound. I'm like, do not give Smart another time to shoot a buzzer beater. We already saw this whole thing happen in Philly. Two times we mm-hmm. saw him miss these crucial three-point shots. Don't let him do it again. And yet he does it again. And I'm like, this is the end. This is the end. And then it's so close that the time right there, and I was just so pumped that he was there, Derek White, in to save the day. But it's still so interesting to me. And I'm so happy that it happened for us. And it was probably demoralizing for that that whole entire atmosphere there, for that comeback to happen for that one-point lead right at the end, to figure it out right at the end, and then to lose on a bunny that's right off of a miss. 
that you, you're this close to winning. Point one seconds. And you lost there. But I'll take it. Um, but I, ah, yep. I, I will say one more thing. I need my Celtics to step up for a whole game. I'm tired of this comeback, and we have to win the hard way. Why can't we just blow the doors off of this team? Why can we not do it? We can't, Literally, Bam and Jimmy played horrible for most of this game. We should be able to blow the doors off of this team. I get it. Duncan Robinson, he was hitting shots big, but he also missed some really – he kept you guys in the game for a while. He hit two crucial threes, no, but was, then he missed no, he... two – the yes. the first he one two. he was so, the first one he was almost too open because no one came yep. out to contest and those ones mm-hmm. are always the ones that make me a little nervous. That second one was wide open, but he was in complete rhythm, mm-hmm. and I was like, that that was the one that really got me because the first one yep. the, that weird like wide wide open shot is one that is like he was not shot. even fifty fifty. It sometimes feels like forty sixty leaning that you're gonna miss it more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he was completely shocked. But that yep. second one was he was in such rhythm, just got he it was. squared up left and then just whew, that one. <laughs> oh yeah. boy. Oh boy, I know what I feel like. I know what San Antonio felt like when Ray hit the shot in the corner. Like that's what right my mindset is right now. Is yep. I'm like, hey, San Antonio, I get same stadium. I got it. Uh, I mean, obviously that yep. was to win the NBA Finals, and this is to go to the NBA Finals. So it's a little bit different circumstances, clearly. But but it's off the rebound again, and oh, so tough. But I I love this stuff. Um, this Celtics team, it, they they just need to step it up, and. I'm, if they're going to move on to the next round, they got to figure out what this team is. Who's going to be the consistent player? But um, loved that game. Lots of emotions. If you look at the who's going to win line, Celtics up. And then right at the end, it goes up and down. Crazy. Loved it. Kyle, I mean, talk about the game. A few thoughts. Uh, Keenan, you asked us in the group chat yesterday, like, who's going to win? Like, what, what do we think? How's, how's the game going to go? And I said... Right. And I, I said, uh, my C's. look, if it's an eight to 10 point game, Boston probably wins. If it's a close game, if it's a one possession game, I'm taking Miami. And uh, it literally took us to the last tenth of a second for us to get that close victory win. We just don't pull those games out, it seems, against a team like Miami. I mean, we had, I mean, even against Philly, we struggled. But I mean, I once quipped that the Celtics team, even over the course of their like the Tatum Brown smart timelines. They're like taking an edible. You just never know where the game's going to go. You never fuck it. it doesn't matter the score. Does not matter who they're playing, <laughs> what court they're on. You never know where that game is going to go. Uh, and last night embodied that. I mean, Tatum was the best player on the floor in the first half. It's a physical, desperate first half. And the Celtics are in control of the game. And at that point, I'm thinking, okay, if this stays this way. They win by 10, 12 points. They're winning game seven. Uh, They would be too much in Miami's head not to, right? And uh, second half, Jason Tatum, true to the the edible uh, analogy, Tatum doesn't even score till I think like six minutes left in the fourth quarter after 25 in the first half. Uh, Jalen had his moments. Smart, who has been one of the most steady players in big games for us this postseason. Uh, especially the series and all these elimination games. He's been one of the steady forces, which is crazy to say. Um, whether that's threes, whether that's 
being a point guard. He's just been one of the him in the post like that. They've got something there with him in the post. He is seems like he's making 85 percent of his shots in the post. Um, and then Keenan, honestly, what I'm going to remember most about this game, more than how Jimmy and Bam played, more than Tatum's first half, more than any of this, even at the ending, what's going to stick out to me is going to be Duncan Robinson. I just remember being up 10 with four minutes to go and being like, all right, they need a shot here or it's over. You know, if we get up 12, it's just going to be kind of demoralizing the run it was on. And every single time you needed it to go to like seven or to four points, Mm -hmm. Duncan Robinson hit three. And Spolstra on the fly goes for. Yeah. He he had that. Sorry, he had two back. He had Mm -hmm. two backdoor layups with the left hand. Like I was going to say Spolstra. The greatness of Spolstra was was just like, all right, Jimmy doesn't have it tonight, but. Run some plays for Duncan. He's got it. And if we can at least get close, you know, what happened at the end will happen. You know, maybe mm-hmm. Jimmy can pull it out. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, but yeah. where the fuck was I going with this? <laughs> Duncan, he was just, oh. Anyway, uh, that yeah. you remember Duncan but, Robinson. You know, as I'm watching this and every time you guys just like would not fucking die, the heat would not die. I just like, that's got to be what it was like facing facing the Brady Patriots when like, They'd be eight men down, you know, they'd have a ton of injuries and they're still somehow in the conference championship game or they're still competing against the more talented team. Like this Heat team is so far less talented than us. Uh, Lost. I can't even say us anymore. I said take my Celtics card if people are mad about that. But, uh, you know, they're down Oladipo. They're down Hero. They're down all these guys. They're down Gabe (laughs) Vincent last game. He's banged up and they still find a way to be in these games. Boston, I think, outplays them most of the game, and it still ends with those Jimmy Butler free throws. And I'm like, wow, we're really going to lose the series on this. And then Derek White just pulls off one of the smartest plays you'll ever see. Just inbounding, going to the rim, following the ball. That's yep. fundamentals, but it's – who could blame him if he just watched that shot go up? You know what I mean? Um, yep. And people are blaming Strews for covering Tatum on the inbound and not getting back to box out Derek White. That's an incredibly hard play. And the ball just happened to fall to him. If smart back rims that shit – the game's over. The series is over. Uh, it just happened to go in and out, fall in Derek White's hands, and he got it out literally a tenth of a second earlier than he had to. And uh, that's about as close to moving on to the finals than you can get is one-tenth of a second from moving on. Uh, I weirdly, as demoralizing as that loss is, I weirdly do not think it's, you know, I don't think the Heat are done. I don't. I think the Heat have a great chance. I think ga- I think Game Seven is going to be a continuum done, of Game no. Six, and I think it's going to be just insanity. Much like how that second half was insanity, I think that's going to be the whole entire game on Monday night. It's going to be insane. Like I, I personally, when going through Game Seven, so like. Games, I was shot in the heart, and I was like, "This." But Game Seven, for multiple reasons, to me is going to be very. I know we're gonna give our picks a little bit. It'll be awesome. Uh, yeah. Game Seven for me is not like just the Heat are dead, and the three no. reasons are one, they're at home. The Celtics are at home, which honestly to me means they're fifty fifty because they've been fifty fifty for the last two years at home for some reason. I don't know why. You, so you, you really never know. You could get a Tatum 51, or you could get games one and two against Miami this series. You never know. So them being at home is actually almost not better, but like 
it's not as like scary as saying go to Oracle it is back when, in there or going. It is to when it's a game seven. Like yeah. LA or going to somewhere like that. Or even Denver or going to. I know they they are. Or I think close out th- game. Yeah, close they're out five game. and zero oh in close out games this um, playoffs. Yeah, as I say, they're and over the last few years, game sevens they are two and zero, oh and, yeah. and both of them have been in the building of and been in Boston. But anyways, uh, so that is like one of my saving two is obviously the Heat have a huge amount of pressure of the, being the first team to ever blow a 3-0 lead. But now the Celtics have also have pressure too because they are – it's now 3-3, it's just one game. They're at home, and they think they're the better team. They're obviously the better team throughout the entirety of the season too. So, like, they should win this game. Like, this is a game that they go in favor. So they also have pressure on themselves as well which is good for them because their backs are against the wall, but maybe, I don't know. I'm just hopeful that, like, the Celtics get in their mind now. Like, eh, like, eh we got it. Like, we're chilling. Like, they, we, we shot them in the heart. Like, that's that's my mental hope. I, is it, phys- it going to happen? Probably not. I don't know. But that's the hope of they're just like, yeah, we're or, chilling or now. They, yeah. We're good. Like, we'll play. We'll go out. Like, we're just going to naturally play our game. We're not going to take the game. The game's going to come to us, and Miami's going to be like, no, we're going to go take this game, and then it's going to hopefully be a dogfight, and Jimmy's going to – Jim. this has got to be a Jimmy game. I've got to see at least 35-plus from Jimmy. And mm-hmm. I need I need yeah. a, I need 20 and 10 from Bam. And then one other guy, one other Kale of the Martin, role players, Struz, give, one of, those... of them give me 18, yep. and then <coughs> just like big, big plays here and there. Kyle Lowry give me – Big minutes because you've been turning the ball over a little more than I like lately. You guys like, are due for a good like Lowry that. game. Yeah. Dog. That's and what I'm looking for. Yeah. I think that there's. Yeah, yes, we haven't got one since game like one in like a quarter of game two. Game one, he looks great too. Yeah. For a while, he was vintage mm-hmm. Lowry for like this short time, which yeah, is awesome. It was great. But yeah, now he's lost it. And I think to your point, Keenan, the thing with the Celtics is when they get up a certain amount, they have this thing in their head that they're going to play yes. not to lose, and it screws them over. They play slow. They play – they're slowing down the clock, and they just they're like – they're like, oh, we're going to not lose this game, so let's just do this iso ball. And that's yeah. when I get my stupid Jalen shots, but are just terrible shots. The same and, thing as, like, um, NFL teams that, like, yep. get down – like, when they're up, like, say, 13 – was early in the fourth, they'll just mm-hmm. run on the first two downs and then like you get third and long and then you'll throw it just yep. to like kind of take time. It's like guys, no, keep the pace going because yep. it's hard to pick that right back up if the other team does make some plays. So yep. And the other thing with the Celtics is, I would say, I don't think I've ever seen a player like this before. But Tatum is one of the few players in which he needs to see shots go in early. If he doesn't yeah. see his shot going early, you're in for a bad, quite long stretch. Sometimes he comes back in the fourth, which is something I love, like game six Tatum. Mm-hmm. But if he doesn't see that ball falling, especially the three falling early, I, it's tough for me to think that the Celtics can pull it out. But um, game seven is going to be electric. It's going to be super I exciting. Wait. I think the Celtics, in a lot of ways, might play worse at home because they're afraid to lose at home with the fans there. Like, it'll be rough to hear if this game is a blowout and the Celtics fans are there. Yeah. But um, I'm still the C's all the way. Um, I think that for us to really do this, we need to keep that core, keep White in that lineup. Um, 
he playing the defense that we saw all year and what we saw last night in these last few games that I saw win. Um, keep Grant Williams in this game because even if he was in the doghouse for a while, he's a player that needs to play those minutes. But um, the thing that's keeping our Celtics players and our team really winning these games is those first three quarters is what I'm going to say. Three quarters of defense that it keeps us in this game and it shows us why we were so good statistically all year and um, why we deserve to be where we are today and where we'll be after um, Memorial Day when the Celtics win. So <laughs> that's my take from what's going to be happening on the upcoming upcoming I'm days. A... Okay. And Kyle, you, how mean, about you? I, so while you were talking, Keen, I looked up the line for tomorrow. And uh, the Celtics are favored by seven and a half points. And I don't know where the hell that line comes from because, because I mean, Love the Celtics it. have been anything but consistent. Love it. And, uh, yeah, exactly. I thought it was going to be, you know, less than four points for sure. Uh, Love it. Look, I don't know if you guys saw the press conferences after the game, but I've never seen Spolstra, like, so heated. Like, he, he's talking about, like, you know, the ball happened to bounce the right way. I'm not mad at this team. I'm not mad at, you know, how we played. We've got to be better in some areas, this or that. He's like, we want to play right now. He's like, we he's like, we want to run game seven right now. He's like, my guys are going to be ready to play. Da da da. Uh, that's about as close to a They're championship ready. team yep. you can have without being an actual championship team. Like, you know, as I brought up last I talked when I said, you know, they're down 10 and they're mm -hmm. still making buckets. They're still playing defense. They're still competing. You know, again, I'll bring up Philly. That's something you did not see from their leaders from, I don't know if it's fair to say that about Doc. I mean, he definitely didn't put him in a full court press like Spolster did tonight. But I mean, what could you really do when your, your top two guys don't even try to bring it? Uh, but Miami never once quit. Like they just would not die. Every time I thought they would, they would, you know, die off. They wouldn't. Not only would they keep competing, but they'd get it. Yeah, they'd bring it back to a two-possession game. Uh, I think they – I can't imagine how pissed off they are. Right. Same I can't imagine how year. pissed off they are. Same thing as – I mean, they got to game right. seven. No, I, Sorry. I was just saying, you know, they're okay. just going to be a pissed-off team because, again, I can't emphasize enough, it literally came down to the last point one. It's not like – Smart hit that shot, then they had a chance to go back at them. And then that's pretty demoralizing. If Smart hits a fallaway three, then you're like, what the fuck, right? Uh, but to get to point one, and literally if uh, White like tries to tip it, like doesn't even try to catch it, gather it like he did, they could be in the finals. They could be resting right now, getting ready for Thursday's game. And that's not the case. So I think they're going to come out pissed off. I think Boston's going to come out desperate like they have been. And I think it's going to be a ridiculously physical game. And if Jimmy Butler is the Jimmy Butler we've seen in the first half of the series and the three wins, I don't know. You know, that kind of evens it out for Miami. If he's playing at least 90% of that, you know, if he's at least making some shots, his jumper's going this and that. Uh, so I don't even know what the hell to expect. I <laughs> it's, you you would lean the Celtics, but I just really don't know. And this is a true rivalry now, by the way. These two teams, this iteration of these two teams, it's officially oh, a rivalry. They've played three of the last four it conference is. finals. They have to be yep. at this point, and mm -hmm. and they're one and one. Like one series went six, I believe, and then last year went seven down to the wire, down to a Jimmy Butler three, 
And then this year, history is going to be made either way. You're going to have the second eight seed ever to go to the finals or in, in a first in an actual full season, or you're going to have the first ever 3-0 comeback. Like, so there's a lot on the line completely in this lines. game, and I can't <laughs> wait for it. It's going to be, it's going to be great. It, the storylines are like you don't have to make the storylines. The storylines make the entire thing. You can just pull them from wherever you want to pull them from. Mm-hmm. And I need, I need Jimmy to, like the thing about Jimmy that was getting me in the game was I, even if he goes up and gets his shot blocked a few times, I don't. He just seems to attack strong because when he doesn't, his second jump. It's not like he's he's not Andrew Wiggins with his second jump. Like when he pump fakes, when Andrew Wiggins pump fakes, he can still get up 38. Jimmy can't do that. He needs that head of steam. He needs that momentum to really get up there. Like obviously he's a great athlete regardless, but he doesn't have that kind of springy bounce that like obviously younger people do or like someone like, as I said, Wiggins or like Ja, Kaminga, plenty of other people in the league. So that's what is, that's what's been getting me is he just needs to go. Like, cause there was some, yep. there was a few times where he had Tatum and he just took two dribbles, got Tatum on his hip, and just went up, and that's what he needs to do. Even if he misses those, I'd feel more confident than just the, the like, hesitant, the hesitate, the hesitate, yep. and then try to go up with it. And then Bam just needs to offensively be there. Just yep. needs to be there. Cause and the the shot selection from him wasn't great. He was taking like a lot of contested jump shots because he was also being hesitant with his moves. It was like, well, he's best when he's decisive. If Bam has the ball in his hands for more than four seconds, it's probably not going to go great. Honestly, yeah. like when he is gets the ball face up jab, like the, as Kyle mentioned, I think last podcast is like dribble spin move dunk that he had, like those kind of moves or jab step into a jump shot, jab step into two steps, like those kind of things. And I'm hopeful that we get that, especially because, as Kyle said, I believe the Heat are going to be pissed off, especially because Eric Spolstra's talking like that, and we know what kind of guy Pat Riley is. So if the, if mm-hmm. your top two are talking like that already, and Jimmy's now going to be upset because he knows he didn't play up to Jimmy uh, playoff Jimmy standards, bam, the same way, I hope that just trickles down and we're able to yeah. come out with a win. <laughs> but oh, boy, no, I said I was confident. Yeah. I'm get. I've got heat by four. If you're, if I had to give a pick, I got heat by four. But is it a confident I, uh, one? It is not. <laughs> it I think is what not, both but teams go Dallas need stars. in the five wins combined of this series before Game Six, what you saw was in the two Celtics wins, they were making threes. In the three mm-hmm. Heat wins, they were making threes. Last night, nobody could make threes, and it was a dogfight. Yep. And uh, I was just gonna say that third quarter was in the huge. third quarter was huge, and I, you know. I think Game Seven's really going to be more of the same. It's going to be you talking about hockey. I think it's going to be hockey physicality, and I would not be surprised to see it come down to the very last possession again. Uh, and by the, the way, last night intense. Game Six was very similar to Game Game Six was very similar to Game That's Seven last year, and the fact that the Celtics just went ice cold when you think the game's over, and Miami makes you know yes. a 10-11-0 run within the last few minutes yep. there. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I again, I can't reiterate this enough. They they so definitely they do. Play not they to definitely lose. It pisses do. me off. Uh, I can't believe it took them this long to figure out the zone. And it seems like, like you said, it seems like they stopped trying to even figure that out. They had people at high post. 
uh, a lot of the last three games, and we're we're hacking that zone. But you know, I don't understand it. It's the fact that the NBA players don't know how to break a zone is just beyond me. It's not a difficult concept. It blows my mind. Jason Tate, all you have to do every time, especially with the Celtics, Jason Tatum, you're 6'10", you can shoot over anybody, and you can pass. Play the middle. Hey, Rob Williams, run underneath. Derek White, corner. Uh, Grant Williams, that's corner, Marcus Smart. That's literally Smart what you have a guy it's like. It's not a difficult contest. That's exactly I what don't you understand Mike Horford's how people a don't perfect break player it. for that. Put him right at the foul line right here. Got yeah, that big like yes, yes, Horford's a great player for the And they zone. did that. They went to that. Absolutely. But like Cam said, when it comes to the last four minutes and they're up, you can bet they're going to walk it up, get it right to 17 seconds, and don't even start initiating their offense till under 10 seconds. Uh, yeah. Yep. And I just want him to – I don't care if you're up by 10 and there's eight minutes left. Shoot it with six seconds into the shot clock. Keep doing what you were doing before to get that lead, in my opinion. Don't, um, don't and, rush shots, but definitely yeah. – like if you get good – like if you're open from three, don't just try to pull it out or whatnot. Go run your offense. And look as for that is what yes. I'm saying. Don't yes. dribble up on the top of the half court for the seven seconds and just wait. Ugh, it's infuriating. Um, and the thing is, I don't know how it takes them so long to like figure out the zone either. I, they, I, I swear they're afraid to like keep repetition of, Oh, that worked. Let's do that again. Try it again. Make Miami switch what they're doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Figure that out, but they'll get there. They'll get there. I think tomorrow Celtics shooting 30, 35 plus percent from the three point line. They're going to rock it from the three. That's my hope. My hope. I want Al plus three threes. I think we'll have three to four threes. That's a good prediction. And we got it in the back. Al, Al, Al needs a game. I got so, Keenan, you got the heat by four. Keenan's got the heat I by got four. One. He does need a game. Cam, what do you got? You got Celtics. Yeah, I got the Celtics by, by what? I haven't said no number yet. I'm going to say, yesterday I said Celtics by seven for this one. I think it's going to be close again. But I think they're going to make a lot of threes. By six. Celtics I'm going to hedge Celtics much like I did in the group chat yesterday. Um, yep. I think the score will be like 96-95 with 30 seconds to go. And your guess is as good as mine. What the fuck? Yep. Under 100. I think it's going to be an... How am I so, like? How am I supposed to post just, that for a pick? Well, how, how am I supposed? How am I supposed to make a graphic for ninety six ninety five? going to happen. I'm not confident enough in the Celtics. I'm not confident enough. <laughs> Can't in the make game. a graphic. I think right. it's going to be a battle. I think. I think it's going to be a one possession game, one point game. And look, it's. Keenan graphic, Camden graphic, clip, Kyle has clip a the whole thing. Second video clip, ninety six, ninety five, thirty seconds. You can clip all whatever of us, happens happens. Yeah. I have no Yolo, idea. Yolo, we don't I have no know. Idea. You could tell me. You could tell. <laughs> you could tell me Haslam's gonna play tomorrow, and I'd believe it. Like you could tell me Udonis Haslam's getting minutes. I he might. I think all stops. <laughs> he really. I might. think all I stops are gonna be pulled out by Spolstra and Missoula. Which, by the way, let me give Missoula his props. I was talking a whole lot of shit. Uh, he's he's coached his ass off. His to. players are playing for him, which is important. Yeah. Um, and I think he's definitely earned himself, you know, the job yeah. next year for sure. Uh, even them, even them getting to a game six, 
is he great. Did. You know how you play your way out? AD played his way out of a he trade. He really did. He played his way out of getting fired. He really did. <laughs> I mean, he coached his way out of getting fired. would have, but he definitely would have reason to had they gotten swept or even lost in five. But I love the way the Celtics. Yeah. yeah, I love the way Could've the Celtics have fought. I love watching a team that plays that desperate much more than what we've seen 85% of the season, which is a front-running team that doesn't really have heart. They've showed their heart the last three games. Um, and we'll mm-hmm. see. It's going to be a culmination. Yeah. I'm rooting for the Celtics. Would love to be at a finals game here within the next couple of weeks. So, man, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I truly... I want the Celtics to win, but I'm not confident in either side. I can't, I can't confidently say in either side who's going to win. Like, and ha- had tough. the Celtics yeah. just won by ten, or even, I don't know, pull away there in the last minutes by five, five points or something like that, I'd probably come in here and be like, yeah, Celtics, Celtics all day. But the Heat to lose like that in such a f- kind of fluky way, somewhat fluky way, not all the way fluky, but just somewhat. Um, Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think they're going to pull out all the stops. I think they're going to play like fucking hockey players tomorrow, and the refs aren't going to know what to do with it. It's going to be a typical Miami, like just like last year, physical, ugly game, just like game six, really. Physical, ugly, um, going to be a lot of fouls not called. It's going to be great. It's going to be straight out of 1995, and whoever survives that deserves to be in the finals. But... If you're Denver, you're rooting for Miami for sure because you don't want to face the Celtics team off a uh, four-game win streak where they really found themselves defensively and offensively. No, nope. and I think Jokic. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. The There's one guy who can solve the Jokic zone. It's fucking the zone Jokic. Would be unreal. <laughs> like, oh, you guys just want me to stand at the foul line? All right. <laughs> you would think so, yeah. right? By the way, by the you way, would think. <laughs> You would have thought it would have been LeBron too, but the Mavs threw a zone at LeBron. He had no idea what zone. I've never played against zone. <laughs> What's going on? How do I do this? I will say, I think the Celtics. I wonder, um, like, how many 04 Boston Red Sox players are going to be at the game tomorrow. Like, I'll try to get, I'll try to get the whole starting nine back tomorrow. That's pretty yeah. much impossible, but they should at least. I bet David Ortiz will be there. Uh, it would be cool if they could get Manny. Johnny Damon was randomly at game yeah. six. Like, if you're going to be at any game, you'd figure Johnny Damon would be at uh, the Boston games. But yeah. shouts to Johnny yeah, Damon. John, yeah. Johnny could possibly be there. I don't think they're going to get Tr- Trot Nixon. Trot. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they're getting Trot Nixon out Trot there. Nixon. Um, but uh, Jason Veritek is come or go. I don't know, man. I don't know if he's that getting there either. But that's, <laughs> yeah, no. That's like, It'll be interesting. That's what really got – I mean, I watched baseball before that, but that, like, made me fall in love with the Red Sox team. And uh, I remember – Sure. I I watched a little bit of that series, like a I very, was, I was like I was very minimal yeah, around about I was 12 years old. because I was only seven. I was 12 years old. <laughs> I watched – for sure, I watched yeah. those last four games where they won. And they faced the Cardinals after in the next round. And mm-hmm. even as a sixth grader, I'm like, there's no way – the Cardinals can win that game. Like, coming off the, that momentum, uh, they're like, there's just no way. And they did. I think they swept mm-hmm. the Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I don't think this Denver team's the Cardinals. They did. It, but if the Celtics win, they're going to have, like, all they can do to keep the Celtics team off. Coming with this and, momentum, yeah. And for the Cardinals that on um, that year, since you're bringing it up, the Cardinals, they sat for, like, 
so many days that the um, uh, that the uh, Red Sox when they were there they just rolled through and That's they could especially because yeah. baseball I mean sports is completely but baseball is especially is a rhythm sport so like when you have a hot team in baseball they just roll and they keep on rolling so the Red Sox came in there hitting, super yeah. hot and the Cardinals hadn't played and I think it was and like that was... thirteen days or something it was a long time between and then the same That's thing with the Nuggets point. the Nuggets swept. And then they've just been chilling. I was going to say, they've just been chilling for a lot of days. And if the Celtics do go in game seven, they're rolling in there. Even though there's an emotional high that they're coming off of, they're still on an emotional high from being, yeah, we just did this. Why is this not our year? And they roll into that. We were in the finals last year. We can be in the finals this year. It's not like we've never seen a first-year head coach go and win a finals. So it's not like it's like a never-been-done thing, too. So they definitely, they definitely, not that they're going to sweep the Nuggets at all because Jokic is way too good. Jamal Murray is way too good for all, for me to believe that, like just to predict it. But they definitely would maybe be favored in the series in my head if Uh, that's the case. That's exactly where I was going with my next point was Denver's been sitting, I believe, since last Monday. Um, If the Celtics win, I mean, you just heard me not give a preview or a prediction for tomorrow. If the Celtics win tomorrow, I'm picking them for game one of the finals, whatever happens game two and on whatever, but I could, mm-hmm. I can see the Celtics winning game one and just swarming on defense. And game I one, thought, go. cause Tatum's the Nuggets ready, were the yeah. one seed in the West. I thought that, uh, they had home court regardless. Boston gets games one and two Celtics will be at home for games one and two. Uh, so, yep. you know, they got that going for them as well. I think that's a, incredibly intriguing series if it is Boston versus Denver. I think the matchup possibilities there are, you know, almost endless. Sure. Uh, you could talk me into either team winning that. I think Denver's certainly the better team. But, man, once the Celtics find themselves, which it literally takes them to 3-0 to be like, okay, let's play desperate. Let's play hard on defense. Let's move the ball. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so let's we're play for real. We're not playing uh, anymore. Let's play You know. <laughs> Let's be pretty cool, guys. Like, it'd be nice to just go out yep. there and perform at the level we're supposed I'll, to. Like, let's go do I'll that I'll say this now. about the Celtics Don't and the Heat. Regardless of who comes out of the East, each team's going to have more experience than Denver in the finals, which that does mean something. Uh, Denver's not exactly a completely young team. Uh, they do have KCP. He's probably the only player with finals experience. So it's not like it's a young team, much like the Celtics last year going against the Warriors. But they are going to have the rhythm of the finals down, both the Celtics and the Heat. Mm. Um, so I think that is somewhat of, of an advantage in you know some forms. Uh, yeah, mm. and and for the Heat also, we've been doubting them constantly, and like everybody's been just pushing them off. Like ah, oh, they don't got this one, they don't got this series, they don't got this series. They expected to get swept by the Bucks probably, or maybe get one game from all of us. Yeah. From the analysts, from the media, same with the Celtics. They expected to get one game, maybe, maybe two. Sure, I, I'm. I can't. If the Heat win, right? I can't put them out from for just not being able to go out there and perform like they have. You know, it's Bolstra. Bolstra's figured things out. He's probably got an idea in his head already of how to change his defense and how to best use everybody in the way that they need to. I, I love the way Spolstra just knows his players so well and what they need and how they can be successful in all of those different things. So I think that's really, really great. Um, so, yeah, I want to give the Heat the credit, too, because they deserve it. They really do. 
I have, I have a question. I have one last thing to say about Miami. I'm nervous, but congratulations to the Aces for getting their rings yesterday. Uh, first, I want to yeah, we'll add what sorry. Cam said, um, and we talked about it earlier, how banged up the Heat squad is. Uh, let's say the Celtics do go on and win, and, and you know, yeah. the Heat squander this opportunity. Yes, it is a choke. Of course, it's a choke because you have three opportunities to put someone away. But the Celtics have so much more talent. I don't want it to be. Mm-hmm. I'll talk again about the Yankees and Sox. Those two teams were each loaded. Like, there were so many layers to that series. But those teams, like, go look at the rosters. It's like, if not Hall of Famers, but like glorified role players, too, that are like, you know, superstar role players at their position at that point in time. Uh, you know, this, it's like all the undrafted players of the Heat versus the pedigree of the Celtics. Uh, so I don't, you know, I cut them some slack, not all, because, you know, you can just win one, but it's been, I don't. you might not, but hey, I mean, they shouldn't, like Cam said, they shouldn't have even been in this position. Like to even get to the conference finals is pretty yeah. improbable. Uh, last night was obviously their best chance. They lose by double digits in games four and five. But, you know, again, I think tomorrow will be a dogfight. It'll be a war. And uh, what was what was your guys' picks? Because I believe I picked – who did I pick in seven? I think I picked the Celtics in seven. I might have picked against them. I don't even remember. Did I pick the Heat in seven? I think I picked – did you pick the Heat in six? I had I might Heat have in six. faulted that Heat in seven. I had Heat But in I know six. I picked it in seven. That's what I know. I could see myself picking against the Heat. Celtics though. Oh, I think I th- I don't I think I said Celtics in six or seven. We'll but I know I went Celtics. I had I had a Heat in six, and then I said if it went seven, I wouldn't have been shocked. But I definitely I um. So I I'm. It can happen though. We're we'll be all right, Jimmy. I t- We're good. <laughs> I'm so confident. It's tough because like. I love the Celtics so much, but also, Jimmy deserves one. That man deserves one. He is out there hustling a lot, and he deserves a ring, <laughs> but not at the expense of my Celtics. I'll say that. So. <laughs> oh, man, I'm just so nervous. It's going to happen. You just got to sit there and enjoy Str- the greatness, oh, oh, man. Also, enjoy the greatness. Also, I've got a bold, a little, not a bold, bold prediction, but a little bold prediction. I got Struess hitting five threes tomorrow. I think this is going to be a big Max Struess game. Those are the tough <laughs> games for the Heat. He was when Struess goes off. Yeah, I was going to say he was. Um, he not that this is like the hugest of huge moments, but still, I mean, their season could have ended against the Bulls. He did have thirty-one, hit a lot of big threes in that game, mm-hmm. and really, it was a really pivotal piece, really second best player as to why they beat the Bulls and even got into the playoffs to begin with. So, Struess has it in him. Obviously, this is a completely different stage, but. I do. I think Struess is gonna have a big game tomorrow. I got five threes from Struess, and I think everyone else just plays kind of accordingly. And it really is gonna come down to Jimmy. I think Jimmy's going for thirty-five regardless. I think that, I'm very confident in that it really I comes would, down. Yeah. To, it comes that down to like can Bam though. get twenty and ten? I I don't I don't know. I, whatever I don't know Jimmy's over is, I would bet on it, dude. Jimmy's over is definitely. If you if you count Jimmy going for thirty five as a bold prediction, then that's two. Um, if you don't, then that's not. 
Uh, I, but Bam's twenty and ten is definitely bold. Because going into <laughs> yeah, going into yesterday, because of the fact that the Heat were at home, and I was like, the role players are going to play well. I thought Jimmy was going to play great, and I was like, Bam's going to play well. I thought J- Jason Tatum was going to have to have thirty eight for Boston to beat Miami, and he had twenty five in the first half. I was like, well, he's well on his way to thirty eight, and then Tatum did Tatum thing. Tatum did Tatum things as he does, but. I do think that Jimmy's getting 35-plus tomorrow. I really do. And I, this game's going to come down to, obviously, Bam Adebayo and his, does Tatum go crazy. But Camden is right. And, and Al's 13-14 and Al's to 14 points. He did say yeah. three threes. Is that yeah, your bold Al's, prediction? Was the Cam- three Camden threes? is completely right. Yep. Three threes from Al, I think, is definitely – he's going to hit two from the corner. He needs to see those fall. That man needs to see those. My bold prediction would be that Haslam gets minutes count. We're going to see Adonis Haslam on the court. I don't care if it's for one second. It could be for a foul shot. I don't even doubt it. By the way, way, I I think it was game three of this series. It was. Game three of this series. The Heat are killing the Celtics, and the fans are cheering for Haslam to come in the game. They start a Haslam chant. And Spolstra didn't even put him in. I'm like, what the hell is that about? Like he, He wouldn't even get Haslam like 30 seconds of run. Yeah. I don't know what that's about, but uh, it was kind of funny to me. Yeah, I don't know why. I and, don't know uh, why. Forgive but, uh, me if I. Go ahead. I, no, I, no, I go do ahead, agree with. Oh, sorry. Go on. I was just gonna say I think that Camden's correct when he says that if Tatum gets off to a good start, it's gonna be. He's scary. been attacking the rim. Because mm-hmm. I know he can come and go, but like, he that that's the thing with Tatum. He has not been completely settling when he is not when things aren't going fully well for him he's been getting to the basket he's been uh, trying to get himself going which I've been I've been noticing more and more so I'm a little nervous about Tatum getting going early but I think we'll I think we'll be okay it's the last thing I got to say on this game and everything other than go stars game six tomorrow in Dallas they're gonna try to pull a game seven there in Vegas it's gonna be great Panthers I are believe I've made this analogy, bef- excuse me, before, but uh, each game in a playoff series to me is like a chapter of a book. Uh, I think you can't like, like people when they talk mm-hmm. about a series yeah. of the past, they'll like loop it all together. Like it's like, you know, that's what it was. You know what I mean? Like, oh, James Harden might have averaged this for that series, like a high number. But in reality, did he show up in game six or seven? You know, that kind of thing. Uh you really have to take them as each is each. Excuse me, I'm getting tongue tied here. Each game is a chapter of a book, and I think game. Yeah, right. I think game emotional? six and seven, though. I think they're gonna be like a part A, part B. <laughs> I really do. I think la- tomorrow's game is only gonna be a continuation of last game. It's gonna be chaotic. I know I've said this plenty of times, but I can't emphasize it enough. I think it's gonna be like one of the craziest games we've ever seen and it's not going to make any sense at all much like game six made no sense um so so if you're thinking best games over the last like eight years well like eight ten years you think it'll be up there with like golden state cleveland game i seven? mean that's hard that's hard that that you game was incredibly like with that level or you think in spurt spurs heat those Spur- games, Spurs what's different about those games maybe? is the basketball quality was like at the highest level on both sides. You got quality offense and quality defense. You got a flawed That's- but talented Celtics team versus uh, 
the typical underdog, like led yeah. by a star with a bunch of undrafted players, but both with uh, heavy postseason pedigree. And Keenan, you mentioned Pat Riley. Like, mm-hmm. that's why these Heat teams are so physical, is because Spolster sees the game just like Pat Riley did, you know? And Spolster's very much a give me whoever, I'm yeah. going to coach them up to their best potential. Uh, you pull, you add a game seven to that. You add yeah. the Celtics talent to that. But on top of that, the Celtics, again, the edible analogy, you never know what you're actually going to get from them, no matter how talented they are. Um, I just don't know. I, yes, to answer your question, though, I think it's going to be an amazing game, much like how game six was. Game six was an amazing game, but it was all over the fucking place each quarter. You just didn't know what to expect minute to minute. So I think it's going to be an identical game. This okay, good ana- good analogy for you. This kind of remo- I think this might remind you of like Patriots Chiefs uh, from 2018, because mm. that was a Patriots team that you weren't too high on. I mean, it's a little different a just different. because you <laughs> have different. Tom and Bill, but I mean that's be that'd be your that would be your Spo and Jimmy, but Jimmy's obviously not Tom. But you know what I mean in this scenario. And then you have a super talented team in the Chiefs who haven't it's been similar, there but, quite yet, but not really. But, I've even though the t- it's not the, it's not exactly the same, but uh, the only reason why I was saying that was because you're t- we're talking about games that were I'll give like, you this came Keenan. down to I'll the wire. You. That was that, that might have been the most nervous I've ever been for a I Patriots game that. of my it's entire it's life. Up it's up there. Going I'll in, say going this in into general, it. I think going it's, into it, yeah. It's gonna be more like I tweeted last night that the second half was gonna be weird, and that's exactly what it was, right? Uh, that happens mm-hmm. in a lot of NBA playoff games, where especially big games like that, where it just gets weird. NFL games in yeah. general, a big NFL game, those tend to be weird all the way through in some ways. So tomorrow's going to remind me a bit more of a, a one-off sure. uh, NFL playoff game, whether it's a wild card divisional or conference championship game or Super Bowl. It's going to have that kind of atmosphere. Um not comparing the magnitude of it to a Super Bowl, but you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. just the in one game, it yeah. can be weird. Not that this and Game Six was fucking weird. This is this is this is not my, that this. Yeah. Go on, Camden. Yeah, not that these this game and series was that close at the end, but um, this matchup that we keep seeing with the Celtics and Heat remind me a lot of the Heat Pacers mm. back in the tens, 2010s. Those get like that. Was it 13, 2013 when they went to Game 7? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Bosch that game was, was close. I think, yeah, I think that they ended up winning. I think, like think Bosch came back Game but, 7. I think, oh, yeah. the year before, I believe, Wade ended it out in, in Indiana yeah. with a 40-piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it just reminds me of that, that rivalry, that awesome competition that we keep seeing. Um, so I'm hoping for a game like that. <laughs> Maybe see some Lance moments in Freddy there, Jones too. Has him. <laughs> uh that's that's everything i got on this game yeah. and for me right now i got heat heat and heat by four heat get to the finals we'll talk the finals then i've got it under 100 points and whatever happens happens <laughs> y'all guess is as good as mine <laughs> no, no not even a real bet under, take whatever the under is for total points that'd be my only only advice right there Good luck making a graphic. That's all you need is the clip of us saying, hey, Celtics by six, by four. Me being like, I have no clue what the fuck is going to happen. (laughs) Okay. 
That sounds good to me. Awesome. Um, well, this was the Warner Brothers podcast. Obviously, review of Game 6, predictions for Game 7. Like us on YouTube, comment on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, follow us on Instagram at Warner Brothers Podcast. Thank you, Camden, as always. Kyle, you did a great job, brother. <laughs> and uh, you, guys. you guys have a great night.